I'm Maddie and I know too much about Al Pacino. And welcome to Al Pacino. It is obviously a podcast about Al Pacino, but it is really a podcast about movies and movie stars and why we love them and why we hate them. And (laughs) yeah, it's a whole, it's a, it's a varied text and we are working our way chronologically through the Pacino filmography to talk about his career from both of our perspectives and about the way the film industry has changed and evolved and what makes him such an interesting kind of iconic actor? He's our movie star case study, and we're gonna put our little scientist outfits on and work him out. So yeah. So this week uh, we're talking about Bobby Deerfield, which is a 1977 uh, film directed by Sidney Pollack, which stars Al and Marta Keller. I'm probably saying her name wrong, but I'm just going with it. Um, and it's a movie about an American race car driver who's on the European circuit, and he falls in love with a terminal woman. Um, spoilers ahead, but also I don't know if I could recommend that anyone watches this movie, honestly. So like <laughs> No, it's not it's not offensive, it's just boring. I don't know. What's I don't know what your take is on It's not offensive. <laughs> it's just like the most damning with faint praise. Like, yeah, there's there's nothing in this movie that's likely to trigger anybody. No, exactly. It's also I mean, I kind of <laughs> It's weird because I knew going in that you were not a fan, mm-hmm. um, and I knew that it's not, it's it's not a particularly well regarded movie. Yeah, and it is Al's first flop. We are it entering is. the flop era. <laughs> we it's are. very exciting. <laughs> <laughs> this is yeah his first critical and commercial flop, yeah. which is uh, interest an interesting way to start. Um, mm-hmm. And I kind of, I think it's bad, but I kind <laughs> of didn't. <laughs> I didn't hate it. Yeah, yeah. It's I. I remembered it being worse than it was. Like I think, the first like half of it is terrible, and then it gets a little bit charming at the end. And I'm like, well, not right at the end, but like in the kind of middle to end bit, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And it's like well shot, and there's cool outfits in it, and you know, it's like yeah. it's okay. It's just not <laughs> it's... really interesting. <laughs> yeah, it's not really a movie, is it? Yeah. It's sort of just. It's just like it's some some hanging out kind of happens, and that's sort of it. Yeah, it but just, it's it, not like well written hanging out. It's no, just like staring no. at someone. Like it's not. Yeah, like... yeah. That's what I said when I was because I I sort of I as usual I try to make notes because this is, you know, we we try. <laughs> but like I just ended up tweeting my way through it because I was kind of in and out of focus yeah. with it. And one of the things that I that I went to tweet was like, it feels like they're just free associating the scripts. Mm-hmm. Like it's just, mm-hmm. it's so, and not in like a fun improv way, no, like in no, a, no, like no. they're standing in a street and being like, look at this thing in the street. And you're like, oh, yeah, just like, yeah. stop describing things around you. Like, it's just not, <laughs> it, yeah, it's not good, man. It, it's, it's not good, but I, <laughs> I do think it's interesting. <laughs> I think for our specific purposes with this podcast, it's possibly the most interesting thing we've done yet. Like, yeah, yeah, which is really strange because yeah. it is so boring. <laughs> <laughs> it's a 
really boring movie. This is a movie that's only interesting to like read about and not watch. Like it's like to think about. Yeah, it's an interesting thought experiment, but it is not an interesting movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I ended up sort of like, I I think my like take on this movie kind of crystallized within like the first ten minutes of the movie, which is pretty wild. Because like I don't, you know, I don't like to like come into the movie and act like I have to sort of work it out like I don't Mm. want it to be you know a puzzle or whatever that's not how I you know what I enjoy about about watching film Mm -hmm. but I sort of yeah I I got you know it starts you know in a fairly (laughs) it starts with like a dream sequence it does like it's it's really it's really he's like asking for the key to drive the car and the guy's like there's no key and he's like no give me the key and it's like (laughs) But also, does it went... sound like Al? It, it sounds like, like an Italian guy? Like, I don't know what, like, an actual yeah, Italian guy. The mix, Italian is we- the mix is weird. And it, yeah, and then he, it's, yeah, it's like a dream sequence. And then he wakes up and he goes and, like, drives in this race. And yeah. at that point, I was like, oh, I think I know what this movie is about. I think I get it. Like, you know, whatever can kind of happen, what else goes on, uh, you know, this is what I think that this is about or mm-hmm. at least why i think that he was drawn to it particularly yeah. as a project but before we get into that <laughs> tell tell me maddie how did how did he end up here how did we get to bobby deerfield i have so many notes about the production <laughs> of this movie um i mean the big the big most important point is that this is the first film that i'll made after he quit drinking Okay. So um, he didn't like he. It seems like he didn't hit rock bottom or anything like that. Like it didn't get kind of so bad that he had to do it. But he just kind of like took a look at himself and was like, right, I'm borderline an alcoholic. I probably need to stop doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, went to Alcoholics Anonymous and saw a therapist and stuff like that, and kind of seemed like starting to like work through the fact that he'd become this famous so quickly and like wasn't the kind doesn't seem like the kind of person who's very good at handling that kind of thing so yeah so he's he's kind of it seems to me that he's a bit lost at this point like he doesn't really know who he is without the alcohol and is kind of trying to take stock of like the situation that he's found himself in which i mean would be difficult to take stock of if you were like overnight famous so yeah and also i think like he's mentioned that he felt at this point that he had to make like, wait, I have a quote from him somewhere. Wait one second. Oh, yeah. When I made those films, Panic, The Godfather's, Serpico, Dog Day, I wasn't allowed to make a normal picture. Every picture I made had to have this thing in it. There was a kind of unconscious pressure I felt. I got caught up in the fame machine. It's like a tidal wave that just takes you. So I think it's like, yeah, it's like the pressure that he's kind of putting on himself and that everyone is putting on him, that everything he makes has to be, like, incredibly popular, incredibly, like, critically well-received. And then, apparently... Marty Bregman didn't want him to do this movie um, because he didn't like the screenplay and he thought it was like a character that he shouldn't play. And he says, for him to do Bobby Deerfield after the series of great roles he'd played, that stuck in my throat. But he wanted to do a love story and that's what started the split between us. So this is, yeah, like he's starting to... I mean, Bregman was the one who pushed him to do like every great film he did in the 70s, basically. And it's interesting to, to think of like... Al trying to kind of go out on his own or like trying to do something a bit different and like I guess just seeing if it works and clearly I mean I don't think it works <laughs> but like yeah yeah I think this is this is kind of a point where Al is just lost and doesn't know what to do with himself but yeah mm-hmm. 
Mm. And you can see that, I think. We're entering the flop era. (laughs) We are. (laughs) We are. Poor thing. But it's interesting that you say that because it's... I think I see how the role was taken in a reactionary sense, Mm. right? Like Mm -hmm. the fact that it's kind of, you know, it's compared to something especially dog day Mm. uh, that's so he's so frantic and so kind of manic and like it's all about the kind of energy he has and in this he is so base like his bass note is so low like it's just so restrained and so quiet but (laughs) weirdly it makes a lot of sense to me that he would want to do something like this after those movies like it felt very it felt very natural to me watching this to go, oh yeah, no, he's been like, he's been putting himself through the ringer, mm-hmm. both in terms of what he's been working on and clearly his personal life mm-hmm. for the last, you know, part of the decade. And to play somebody who is essentially just like broiling from, mm-hmm. you know, kind of within and feeling very like detached and also very driven by work and very focused on mm-hmm. the craft of the thing that they do um but kind of keeping it all under just keeping all these emotions buttoned down mm-hmm. and repressed and focusing on you know being public facing it clicked perfectly for me yeah, i was like oh nice. yeah this this feels like such a like i can picture him reading this screenplay and going oh yeah this is this is like it this is how i feel right now or this is how i felt in my life, you know, there's a, there's scenes early on where he's kind of like, there's like paparazzi mm-hmm. and there's like, you see um, him like shooting commercials and like signing autographs and like having to do sort of celebrity things. Yeah. And, you know, you it feels like, it felt to me like it comes from a place of very genuine experience and yeah. that it seems like like you say he seems like a guy who isn't very good at being famous and yeah. i think that that is coming that comes across in this Definitely. you know there's sort of a like a dead behind the eyes kind of thing you know yeah. it's just like yeah he looks very sad poor bobby he you does. know you're like you're like when was this it's and it's weird because it never really seems like racing is what he does but it never really seems like it's like a passion for him yeah it's like very and I mean this might just be a fault of the writing to be honest because you know that the characters kind of aren't really given a lot of interiority generally (laughs) but we know we like we see that he's driven by this thing and that it's something he fixates on but I don't think it brings him any it's not like heat where it's like this Mm -hmm. is the only thing that you can do Um, and you're so good at it (laughs) yeah yeah. it's like yeah and like it brings you joy in a way that you can't express or explain because you are so good at it and it's the only thing that you're really really good at and this doesn't feel like that it feels like he's like (laughs) the weirdest possible thing which is like a journeyman race car driver it's like how do you kind of stumble into driving a race car i don't (laughs) it's part of like the big problem i have with this movie which is that race car drivers are so interesting as, yeah. like, a thing that someone would do. Like, to throw yourself around a track at, like, hundreds of miles an hour and, like, that kind of flirtation with death is so interesting and mm. they kind of, like, bring it up but they don't do anything with <laughs> yeah. it. And, he's yeah. like, and he acts like he doesn't give a shit about it and I'm like, why would you do that if you don't care? Like, why yeah. would you, like, put yourself in that position if you don't get something mm. out of that? Like, you can't yeah. just... And, like, the idea that he's, like... what like He seems, like, either, you know, 
maybe a working class guy from like Newark and I'm like how did you get into like yeah doing this like yeah, what it's how so did... strange I just it's, don't yeah yeah it's really strange and the, yeah the fact that the love interest like it's one of the first things they talk about when they're like having their weird like restaurant meet cute and she's like yeah. so you're obsessed with death and he's like no and she's like but do you believe in god and he's like no and it just it's like god, he's dude, just like, what is your there's just no <laughs> engagement with it at all because if this was a movie about like a guy not being able to open himself up to a romantic prospect because he loves his job so much and he's so fixated on his yeah. job all the time that's the only thing that he thinks about um it would be cliche but, it but would at least be something yeah, you know yeah. <laughs> like right now it's just like i don't know i guess he's kind of dissatisfied but we don't really know why he seems to have a nice girlfriend and like he's a tolerable he's like a decent race car driver i can't tell he- if he's good or not is yeah he good? I guess- like is he supposed to be like i guess he's good because i don't and i mean like because he wins the like- race right yeah like the first race yeah. he wins so he's supposed he's to be like safe or something though and i'm like surely you can't win i mean i don't know anything about like yeah, racing I but I, I don't imagine that you can win by being safe like because if you're being safe and everyone else is like flinging themselves around the track yeah. like yeah i don't know i don't know i mean it's formula one so i, I feel yeah. like there's a degree of there's definitely like precision I, for sure yeah, yeah. But I also don't know. Like I saw Senna whenever it came out, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh yeah, interesting." And then I've I seen just, a, I've <laughs> seen Ron Howard's Rush. <laughs> oh, Rush, of course, and Rush. I was saying, like, what are the race comp? Like Ford versus Ferrari. Yeah, which I haven't seen. Haven't seen. I and, yeah, like I think them. I saw Rush, but yeah, um, I liked that's... Rush a lot. But I think maybe. Yeah, I think I it remember was just liking Rush. Kind of fun. But... <laughs> I was going to say, oh, well, they they because like the, the flirtation with death thing, like. It seems like they're kind of trying to pull that thread with like this the because I mean the first that first race that we see someone dies in the same car that he's been driving, mm. and like it seems like he's obsessed with what caused that, mm. but to what end is he obsessed with it? Like there's no there's no characterization. I don't yeah. understand like yeah. what his yeah. reasons and, are for anything. Yeah, and then even eventually like he ends up crashing. Yeah, like, he's in a crash, and then the crash he just happens, walks away. and it's like it's fine. He's fine. Like nothing happens. No, this entire movie is just anticlimax after anticlimax. It's just like, oh, yeah. is something gonna happen? No, nothing's gonna happen. No. Oh, oh no, no, they dropped it again. <laughs> like, I know. Oh my god. It's just so even... beige. Yeah. Like it's the most like medium movie. Like, oh my god, it's so medium. Like everything it about is. it is so dispassionate. It's just like people yeah. like having no interest in anything that's happening to them yeah yeah and it's fun it's so funny that you call it beige because like 90 percent of his wardrobe in this movie is brown (laughs) yeah i really enjoyed that i was like i love that he's just wearing brown all the time the great things about this movie are al looks great um the wardrobe is great and there's some good cars like that's kind of the The setting is the setting yeah yeah yeah, yeah. europe looks beautiful at one point they're in florence and i was like oh my gosh oh to be in Florence." florence yeah just yeah exactly europe looks great he looks great uh some cars nice cars yeah. um sit, i guess <laughs> yeah, yeah i don't know i have no other positive yeah good like turtlenecks and leather jackets like yeah yeah he looks like um he looks like leonardo dicaprio in once upon a time in hollywood yeah at some points like yes. the outfit is exactly the same the leather jacket and the turtleneck which is really funny <laughs> i like to think that tarantino was like yeah we're gonna put you in a bobby deerfield <laughs> <laughs> exactly 
I, I bet Tarantino like Tarantino's the type who'd be like this movie fucking rules man like this is great he's yeah Sid, I mean Sidney Pollock he probably likes Sidney Pollock yeah, right like yeah. more than people kind of generally yeah. like Sidney Pollock Three Days of the Condor like I love that like movie a... though that's the problem with this like I was thinking that while I was watching it I like Sidney Pollock more than most people because Three Days of the Condor I absolutely loved even though that's not a movie that anyone should have a strong feeling about and out of africa i really like as well which is problematic of me but i love it so like like i don't know (laughs) i'm like buying what sydney pollock is is selling in regards to like romance like melodrama but just not in this (laughs) not in this at all yeah this is weirdly enough this is the first sydney pollock movie i've ever seen which is like something i i kind of hadn't like consciously realized but like now i'm looking at uh, you know his filmography and I'm like oh yeah no I just haven't yeah. seen a Sidney he's such a good actor though he's good in I feel like yeah, yeah, he he's, shirt, right? he's, in, he's like yeah yeah, yeah. Great <laughs> I love Eyes Wide Shirt good <laughs> me. Tom Cruise I had Tom Cruise thoughts about this actually me too what we both had Cruise <laughs> thoughts yes <laughs> <laughs> I just clapped I'm so sorry to listeners um <laughs> we both yes <laughs> Cruise thoughts Hell yeah! We just screamed. We were like, (laughs) "This is why. This is why we must do pod cruise at some point." Pod cruise. Tom Tom passed. Anyway, um, I want to do pod cruise next next time. Next in like twenty twenty five. We've got like we've got so many. We have so many men, but we I feel do. like I feel like Tom is a really good next step. Actually. I mean, it's it's Short Kings the podcast, right? So there you go. Oh, actually, talking of Short Kings, I know we're about to talk about Tom Cruise, but uh, Marta Keller had work was supposed to work with Al on Marathon Man because he oh. was supposed to have oh. Dustin Hoffman's role in Marathon Man, <laughs> and when she first met Al, she brought Dustin Hoffman to the meeting, oh and. God. And and she was like because she he like apparently Dustin Hoffman had been like kind of annoyed that she was taller than him because she's like five foot eight and a half or something. Yeah. She like stood up and was like crouching, and I was like, "What is wrong with you? Why are you crouching?" And then yeah, apparently apparently oh. Hoffman and Al like absolutely hate each other, um like on site. But then later, like, Al was like, oh, no, I love his work and I think he's brilliant. But when we met, I think a whole different thing came across. And he is older and shorter. So surely there's no, there's clearly nothing there that's like, there's no animosity there. (laughs) I just think that's so funny. Like, to just bring the alternative Al to your meeting with the new, like, it's just like, why would you? Nega Al. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, I just thought that was funny. That is funny. That is funny. It's been a minute since we since we Hoffman, so I know. It's, it's always good to be reminded of him. We've got to get him in here. Yeah, I did. I think I did for a while, like associate Marathon Man with Al, even though he's not in Marathon yeah, Man. Yeah, he has the I vibe. Think, yeah. Yeah. But, you know that makes sense. You know. Slicinger want Slicinger Slicinger. That's a hard name to say. Anyway, <laughs> we, had, um, <laughs> we had we had this problem on the other episode. He he wanted Al to begin with, and then they vetoed it, and they wanted Hoffman instead. But yeah, my Tom Cruise thoughts were were well. The first thing I because I was thinking about the Death Wish thing, and like the that Al doesn't play that anywhere near as well as Tom Cruise does like Tom Cruise when like he wants to die in movies and you're like yeah I see it like there's that Fran Hopner piece which I absolutely love that's about Tom Cruise and um Free Solo and it's so good anyway but then I was also thinking about it like with regards to the production of this movie and like 
Al didn't really get on with Sidney Pollock and it seemed like they had kind of different ideas of what they wanted from this movie. And I was thinking about like, at this point in his career, really Al should be producing his movies. Like, Hmm. and the fact that he isn't, and like also thinking about like the fact that before this, the directors he's worked with, he's worked with Schatzberg twice, Coppola twice, Lumet twice, and that's it, right? Hmm. Yeah. He's worked with these guys like over, like for the first time kind of early in his career and then again. And like, Clearly, especially with Lumet, seemed to have kind of a rapport with him. And like like we were talking about with Dog Day, kind of seems like in an unofficial way produced that movie and like helped to cast it and help with like what was going to happen in scenes and like change things up on the day. And it seems like he and Pollock just had different opinions about what they should be doing. Mm-hmm. Like even just little things like apparently there was one scene that, that happened in a shower and Al wanted it to take place in a bath. And it's like, that's such a small thing, but like that's an important kind of, point to him right like it's like just little stuff like that and yeah so i I, it's just i think i think a lot of like the problems with this movie are because they just came at it from different angles and both kind of saw themselves in the script or like Mm. in the character and then both like wanted to take it from their history into what actually happens in the movie Mm. Mm. and i was thinking about that with the script like it's so bad that i wonder if that's why like they managed like al saw himself in the script because it's like bare bones and you could kind of put yourself into yeah. the character. Yeah, yeah. just thinking because, yeah, just Tom Cruise like ends up being kind of the co-director of most of the movies that he does kind of later in his yeah, career. Yeah, totally, yeah. And it's that's so funny because, obviously, Tom Cruise, Sidney Pollack, yeah. The Firm. Yeah, it's true. It's and all... and Nice Way Shut, but different, different. Oh, yeah, yeah but, exactly. But the, yeah. Yeah, the Firm, yeah, that's true. That's, that's, yeah. I think my thoughts were like, very yeah, along the same lines as you, which is like, you buy Tom Cruise as somebody who would just like who wouldn't think twice about doing something like this. Yeah. You know? Like wouldn't I think he could kind of play the dismissiveness of it yeah. in a more convincing way. Like the fact that Al is a hard person for me to buy as dismissive, if that makes sense. <laughs> like he's such an early you know, person. Kind of... Like I just think that it just he can't yeah. escape that. Like that that like he just seems like he gives a shit even when he's trying to pretend that he doesn't give a shit like it's really difficult to see him as like yeah self-absorbed yeah, in that way exactly yeah and i think that's kind of where that's another reason why this movie sort of falls apart is that if he was more invested in either the relationship or the racing mm-hmm. it would make him a more interesting character but it doesn't feel like he's particularly invested in either of those things <sighs> yeah and that doesn't help the movie and it doesn't help him like it there's no it's just, it's not good, is it? Like, it's, it's, it's pretty bad. It's it's so, it's it, just dispassionate. Like, of, like he's he doesn't yeah. have a passion in it. Like, he doesn't, there's nothing driving anyone in this movie. Like, there's nothing other than, like, other than the cars. <laughs> um, but no, like, everyone's just kind of, like, wandering around Italy or whatever, like, just doing whatever. Yeah. Uh, no one has any, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, and not in a fun way. No. Either. Like, there are ways to do, like you know, let's, like, drive around nice places in Europe and talk about our feelings movies, but this is not that. Like, it doesn't have... Like you say, there's no interiority to it. And even, like... And especially because this thing's meant to be, like, a love story, right? Like, you can't can't make a love story and then have two leads with 
kind of no chemistry. Do you know they they dated after this? Like this really? is what's so insane to me. Like apparently they had this like love hate vibe and like they would like have these <laughs> tennis matches and stuff and they were like worried that the whole thing would implode because they would hate each other and they just dated like she moved in with him like after this and they dated for like a year or a year and a half or something. Uh, and I'm like, but you guys I- don't seem like you like like each other at all like it's just completely but not in like a like they hate each other and they want to like have sex because they hate each other the way either like they just don't seem like they give a shit about each other but like i don't know yeah 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 i would so much rather watch that movie yeah yeah two of them having like bickery love hate movie experiences together that would be so great that would be i would love that and i mean like i think the, the point at which, like, it becomes slightly more interesting as a movie is when, like, there's the scene when he, like, finds her in, like, a hot air balloon, which is a ridiculous scene, but <laughs> whatever. Um, and he, like, like yells at her and, like, st- and like actually has something to say. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I just remembered I like Al Pacino and he's a good actor. Like, wow. like yeah. <laughs> And he's, like, having an actual like to and fro conversation with yeah. somebody and it's not just like him being like yeah all right yeah, yeah thanks yeah like, and then she, and then she floats away in a balloon yeah i just oh, this movie is so stupid <laughs> oh my god and i don't i was uh, thinking this while i was watching it like i don't like coming to things and being like this is ridiculous like i want to be charitable but oh, god there are bits that work like little bits that do work but i just uh, yeah yeah, and I think our I think our reading of it is generous. Like mm. you know, my take is essentially that this is kind of it makes so much sense that he would gravitate towards this movie because I think you can probably read it if you're an actor, you can read it as a movie about being a being an actor. Yeah, basically, yeah, yeah. Right, like you can after a while, you know, you're doing big showy things and people want you to sign their autographs and you want to be in, they want you to be in commercials mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. for martini. Like, <laughs> martini <laughs> and like watches. Yeah, it, yeah, you, you can see him like sitting in his like chair at home and being like, oh yeah, this really speaks to the the experience of like being burnt out on making big successful movies and like just having to like do the drudgery of kind yeah. of everything else and becoming very fixated on things that go wrong and like yeah. becoming you know I think reading it that way makes it much more interesting than it actually but is. it doesn't that's the thing because like all of that stuff is so interesting and like the like there's so many bits of this that could be such an interesting movie mm. and I think like the terminal illness stuff is completely uninteresting to me I don't know how you feel about it but I just, I just don't care um, but like the, the the like the fame stuff is so interesting. Like if that was the movie, that would be great. Like I would love to see a movie like. But it's not yeah. really about that. Yeah. Like it's like kind of about that, but like yeah. Mm, no, yeah. And I mean, there's like him talking yeah. about. It's only interesting if you read that into it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And like he's talked to, like when he's talking about it, he's like, yeah, like that was a personal journey into someone who was isolated and depressed. And I'm like, I don't think I really read that yeah. from the performance or the writing in this yeah. movie like you like the actor al pacino yeah. looks a bit depressed but like i don't know if, like that's i just oh, yeah i God. yeah i can't really yeah it's it's funny because like and not to bring up like another maddie and lara like things that aren't this <laughs> yeah. like angle but a movie i thought of weirdly when i was watching this is all that jazz oh man i was actually what was that? <laughs> yeah i think i thought the same thing and i was like it's almost like he's trying <laughs> Like, as in, if he'd, like, written this... I think what I was thinking is, like, maybe if he'd written it and he was, like, actually 
his movie he had ownership over it but and i was thinking maybe it would be like all that jazz but i'm like i don't think al is capable of making all that jazz yeah. like i don't think many people are <laughs> capable of making all that jazz like i think that's kind of uh, yeah, yeah that's not that's yeah that's kind of like you know that's a lot to put exactly, on somebody. exactly exactly but no totally i had that yeah i thought the same thing yeah it's like the scene where he's like sitting in they're like he's looking over a tape of the accident that happens in the first part of mm. the movie and he's like play it again play it again and i was like oh this is so like mm. fossey sitting in like the the like screening room watching playing the tapes over and over like it's you know it yeah it, there's like there's little nuggets of things in this movie yeah, that make me yeah. want to like go oh why didn't you like latch onto this like why isn't this what this is so clearly what you want this to be about Al like just like lean why yeah. didn't you lean into yeah. it man like who cares about the dying like, girlfriend yeah. like I'm not interested in this I know <laughs> sorry to this woman but I also but yeah just yeah who cares man she's so yeah. she's so like manic, manic pixie dream girl as yeah, well she's so like <laughs> I'm I'm fun and like quirky and I like ask you annoying questions and I'm like yeah, shut up I <laughs> I, and like I really hate I feel like use of that term has become so oversaturated and I really hate mm, totally, totally I feel like people apply it in a lot of instances where it just is not accurate at all like I think yeah. that it comes up a lot with Ramona Flowers and that really annoys me because yeah but yeah she's, she's a person, person and the whole point yeah. of the movie is that she's a per- the movie and the comics is that yeah. she's a person and that the issue yeah that he has to learn like that's his like growing and learning journey is to realize that she's a human being and not a <laughs> like and not a manic pixie dream girl but this is like she just she nothing like nothing <laughs> just like completely exists to like further his growth but he doesn't even like there's no real i don't get any like growing and learning from him he just he starts singing like that's the, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. the growth he, he opens up enough to do a may west impression and that's that like <laughs> i forgot about him actually like doing that and kind of committing to it and i yeah. was like okay maybe this movie is good now actually like <laughs> Like Al Pacino's saying like, "Hey, big boy," and I'm like, "Okay, I'm I'm listening. I'm listening." <laughs> oh my yeah. god! For one shining moment, it becomes like Truly. moderately diverting. <laughs> <laughs> just because I'm laughing at him, which I think is maybe yeah. I mean, yeah, but it, yeah, oh it just it's yeah, she really doesn't exist, and it's no, it's a bummer because yeah, it just like how can you have a you can't make a romance movie about one person and one like vague outline of a person for like it just it no the point of a romance is that in a way you want to see yourself in both characters right mm-hmm. like you mm-hmm. either want to be the person that x person is falling in love with or you want to fall in love with x pe- like it's you know yeah you want to yeah. be able to see yourself in both characters and you want Definitely. to be able to like get swept up in the like emotion of their coming together however they come together yeah and like you don't care about her and you don't no. really understand him no and you definitely don't particularly and you don't really care if they get together no. and you especially don't care if you get together because he's got a girlfriend and she seems very committed and pretty nice and she makes some little suits i don't understand what the problem is bobby like, it's just it's no good i don't like it I would love a girlfriend who made me little suits. I, I mean, know. It sounds great. She like uh, comes yeah. back from Paris, like gives him some nice like 
wool blend and he's just like looks great it makes me sad she's got a great severe haircut like she does it's so good and like just yeah just makes me sad makes me sad I, I don't like it when people cheat on each other in movies. I know that's, no. like, really puritanical of me, but, like... No, but it's just unnecessary. It is Like, unnecessary. did he have to have a girlfriend? Surely yeah. it's more interesting if he's, like, lonely. Yeah. And, like, yeah. has no one. And then, like, finds someone who's, yeah. like, someone he can talk to. Anyway, just he's, he's just so completely alienating and unlikable for the first, like, for most of this movie, basically. Yeah. And it's, yeah. like... It's impressive in a way that he committed to being like that, but also why? Like, you're a movie star. I'm supposed to want mm. to watch you do things. Like, I don't know, man. Yeah. You can be, like, a bad person. Like, he's not a bad person either. It's not like it's, like, you know, indulgently yeah. kind of... I don't know. It's yeah. just, like, the most yeah. boring, self-indulgent person in the world. It's just... I- I'm coming down really hard on this movie that I, like, smiled while I was watching. Yeah. Like... <laughs> it's stupid that i just yeah that i thought at the moment you know when i was watching it was like oh i think there is something that's like interesting about this movie but now i'm like really it doesn't live it just it it just disappears it's like yeah it's like sand it just like (laughs) falls away like it's it's coarse and rough and irritating and it gets it really is like it really is oh my god um the We Have Homo Factories line is pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, that was my favourite. I think my favourite bit of the movie is them talking about whether or not there are gay people in New Jersey, which is, yeah. great. you know, great. famously, yeah, there are. They're all there <laughs> in New Jersey. <laughs> oh, yeah. I like, have a note that's like, even the sex scene is dull. What the fuck? Which oh, is true. Yeah, but like, I know. just like, the fact that there's so little chemistry between them that like, I know that at some point these people are going to kiss each other and I'm like, just fucking do it, man. Like, hey, over and done with. Like, I don't want to see this. Like, just deal with it. And I love yeah. kissing in movies. Like, I love romantic <laughs> movies. Like, this is like one of my favourite genres and I just want to care about it, but I can't. Yeah, like... I know. It's really disappointing, isn't it? And the sex, yeah. you're right, the sex scene is so bad. Like, I had kind of tuned out at that point and then I realized that it was going to be a sex scene and I was like oh I guess I should probably pay attention because this is our this is our first owl sex scene it, like uh, you know yeah this is it right I think yeah he's been like in a bathtub with a girl in Serpico but that's not a sex uh, scene yeah and it, I don't think there's like yeah. does he oh we haven't done in oh yeah in, is there in sex in Sicily? Sicily yeah yeah well he like takes her shirt off I don't know if oh, there's actually yeah. sex yeah it's but... sort of fondling like it's not very yeah. I mean it's God. also not romantic <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah, no, this is our first, this is definitely, like, his first, like, romantic role, and the first, like, yeah, I guess it's a love scene, technically, although it's just kind of shots of, like, arms and legs. Yeah, it's, like, like lots of, like, fades of, just, like, yeah, arm touching. Yeah, it's very, like, like... Yeah, I don't know. There should be like soft music. Oh, I did have a note that was the like the score this is, is really bad. <laughs> it's really bad. My uh, my big note is that this is the cinematic equivalent of easy listening. Like it's just like there's some like smooth jazz yeah. playing in the background, and they're yeah. like walking around Italy, and I'm like, great, thanks. This is not yeah, doing anything for it's me. It's a really like, ambient movie, isn't it? Yeah, it's just like yeah. it's background noise. <laughs> it really is. It really is. And I, yeah, like I sort of. 
you know, like I said, when I sort of started watching this, I was like, oh, is this like a Price of Fame movie? Is this like mm. a, this man can't stop thinking about his job, even though the woman he loves is dying? Like, and Yeah, it, like, that's interesting-ish, but... It's, yeah, I mean, it's it's trite, but it's it <laughs> it's can be... Something. It, it's yeah, something, yeah. like it's a tangible concept, you know, it's something to work with. And Did she have to be dying, do you think? Does that add anything to it? No, like nothing at all. What does I think it add? something that, that people like, directors and filmmakers kind of think that you have to have some kind of grand tragedy to make a romantic film and it's like no it's much more romantic to just have two people who like each other having a conversation like I would love to see that like I don't want to see like someone at someone's bedside like that's not I mean it's obviously like it's an act of love to do that but like you know yeah and it doesn't really feel like I don't know. I don't know. It just doesn't... Yeah, it really doesn't add anything. It really doesn't make the story... I mean, I guess that's the kind of... Like, it it kind of has John Green syndrome. You know Mm. what I mean? When it's like, (laughs) this girl is so interesting and so unique. And the reason she's so interesting and so unique is because she has cancer. And it's just... (laughs) It's like, oh, and so yeah, she's like yeah. she's learnt to live life how she wants and be free and outspoken because she's like gonna die at some point. And it's like, well yeah, we're all gonna die at some point. <laughs> I mean, you know, not to make the pod really morbid, but you know <laughs> No, we totally. Are. And like people are like that without having immediate death. I mean <laughs> hanging over Like, them. I I could see like Al's character being like that. I could see like a race car driver being like that, being like I almost die every day of my life. Like, I do whatever I want in the meantime. Like, yeah. that's interesting, but yeah. that's not the movie either. No. I just... It, yeah. He's such a he's such a non... Like, both of them are such non-characters. It's so hard to, like, get anything from them. Mm. Like, in a way that I think, like, sometimes people... If you make a character too general, they become, like, completely, like, alien. Or mm. if you make someone, like, extremely specific, it's, like, somehow much more relatable, even if they're not, like, the same as you if that makes sense like, i don't know i just it's just so underwritten i think that's the big problem i think the script really sucks yeah. and i think probably like the direction is pretty bad because both the actors are not doing great work and yeah. i mean I, I haven't seen anything that marta keller has been in other than this but she is i'm looking at her because i haven't seen marathon man even though i do want to at some point i it doesn't look like there's anything lots of sort of european movies nothing yeah that is jumping out to me other yeah. than she was in that Luca Guadagnino short from like two years ago, uh, the movie one oh. with Julianne Moore, The Staggering Girl. Oh, yeah. Which I didn't watch, but. No, you know, neither. It's there. Good, she for, was good in for her. It. Yeah. Good for her. Um, <sighs> yeah, no, yeah, but I just think, yeah, I think, I think bad writing, bad direction, <laughs> probably bad editing as well, because I feel like half of this movie could be cut out, yeah. like, yeah. but then you wouldn't have any movie left, because I was thinking, like, like about doing like a plot description and I'm like but there's no plot to describe like mm-hmm. nothing happens they like drive around <laughs> Italy yeah there are some some racing happens the racing scenes are not bad actually mm, they're see, at least like yeah kind of interesting I guess not like so them? but even that I wasn't like super engaged with I kind no of, not super I engaged. sort of thought that maybe when the racing stuff started uh, like it would kind of bring a bit more life into the thing yeah and it 
no, not really. Yeah, Again, no. that's what I'm saying. Like, it isn't... You don't get the impression that he cares about his job at no. all. And we don't... The movie doesn't tell us that we should care about it either. No, really. no, no. There's, like, two races in there each, like, two minutes of yeah. the movie. Like, yeah. Like, I think you can really sum up the whole of this movie by the fact that he is set on fire at one point, and yeah. then he rolls over and is no longer on fire and then he just, just gets up and <laughs> just sits yeah. there and he's just like blinking and i'm like i'll just do anything, anything with your face man. i'm begging you to do anything <laughs> like jesus christ you there's every so often like like when he's playing it really straight there's like these little like facial like micro expressions that he has and i'm like oh something something's happening it looks like oh and then nothing happens and i'm like god just Please have a facial expression. I love to see a facial expression on your face, Al. I'm begging you. I know. He, like, smiles at one point. Like, a third of the way in. Love, and love you're, just like, that, but... you're just like, wow! That's great! He's in there! <laughs> There's a person in there. It's not just, like, a robot that's, yeah. like, sitting around. Like, yeah. yeah. And, like, you know, the worst thing is, like, even all this said... I do kind of think there's something interesting about what he's doing in this movie. I do too, yeah. And I like, I don't know. I feel like it's just like, you know how when Robert Pattinson and Kristen Stewart were like tied up with doing the Twilight movies? Yeah, yeah. And they they did Twilight movies for, you know, the good part of a decade. Yeah. And then Robert Pattinson was like, yeah, I'm going to go be in a Cronenberg movie and I'm going to like be in a, you know, like I'm going to, be in the lighthouse and I'm gonna do a safety brothers like I'm gonna go and do all this mm-hmm. weird shit because yeah. I've spent the last decade of my life trapped in this like mm. box where I kind of don't get to do anything that I enjoy and I don't get to do anything mm. that like I feel stretches me and I'm confined to this like blockbuster space and so I'm gonna go and do all this weird stuff and I guess this kind of maybe it's sort of that where he's like I've been in all these movies that have had you know, great import to them. Like, it's not, you know, they're obviously not blockbusters or franchises, but they are kind of big movies. It's like the quote that you pulled at the beginning that was like, yeah, it feels like a conscious response to him kind of being in all these big movies that were hits and were acclaimed and were a big deal, uh, you know, and sort of him going, okay, look, I'm, I'm somebody who comes from, like, you know, a world where this isn't, like, all that you do. You know, like, there aren't really, like... This is why they're kind of the really famous theatre actors, and this is kind of a sweeping generalisation, so my apologies to the theatre community, but, like, the really famous theatre actors are the theatre actors that also make movies and that also are on TV and Mm. things like that, right? Like, there's the crossover effect. And, you know, there's a sense of anonymity that comes with being an actor in a slightly more confined environment, I suppose, you know, or with like Mm. a slightly more limited scope of fame, especially in those days when everything was so kind of community focused. And, you know, if you do theatre in New York, then you do theatre in New York and you're in New York. You're somebody who's, you know, famous in that world, but, you know, there's a whole other coast of stuff going on that you're not involved with. And... Yeah, it feels like this movie is a very... Him choosing to make this movie feels very much like a calculated Mm -hmm. step Mm -hmm. away from prestige, in a way, and Mm. sort of, you know, the the weight of kind Mm -hmm. of having to 
do these sort of this these like very big kind of important movies that make a lot of money and are very well received and you know working with these big directors like it, it's sort of yeah I don't know I mean I I think that the Twilight comparison was maybe a little off base, but it's <laughs> no, sort no, of, I get it. It's it's. I think it's like it's him also, wanting to do his Sundance movie, you know? Yeah, yeah, and it's it's like almost self sabotage, but like to save himself. Like it's like, I think if he'd maybe if he hadn't made consistently incredibly good, incredibly well received, incredibly popular movies for that amount of time, he might have been able to be more consistent and to go for longer without having that break I think like because there there was that much pressure on him and because they were all so successful that then it was kind of impossible to do anything else and like and I think that like I'm, I'm just thinking about like Robert De Niro and like what his kind of 70s looked like and you know he made big films but like after Godfather 2 like he did there was like they they offered the last tycoon to to Al as well but then De Niro ended up taking it and like that's an Elia Kazan movie but like not successful Mm. but that didn't like ruin him because he was doing kind of like little weird projects like he was working with the Palmer on strange like some weird things and he was like kind of going in and out of the like really successful stuff where if the way Al was just like just consistently like everything had to be at that level and uh, you've got to stop at some point right like you can't keep doing that and I think I'm thinking about his like 90s where he's like more freed up to do kind of crazy stuff and like some of it comes off and some of it doesn't and like because there's not that same pressure that everything he does has to be great like Mm. he's able to do more weird things and like that's kind of interesting as an actor as well I can't imagine like every time you go to work you're like this is the big one like this is this I have to put every part of myself into this Mm. like and it makes sense why he like wanted to kind of to do something like this where it's you know he might have thought that this was going to be successful I mean I don't think he like went into it being like this is not going to be a good movie but like like the, the amount of like work that goes into a character like this like he wouldn't have to I imagine he wouldn't have to like prepare in a lot of detail for a character like this or like there's not not a lot of like active kind of things that he's doing in it which is the problem with it but like go on holiday to italy and like hang out with a girl you have a crush on and like why not like that sounds nice yeah and it's it's interesting because obviously like in terms of the pollock filmography the movie that this sort of sits next to is something like the way we were Mm -hmm. and the thing about that movie is that it's like a two-hander essentially right like it's Redford and it's Streisand and yeah it's not like he's opposite a name actress in this you know no No. disrespect to Marta you know she's like she's clearly like booking in Europe but like (laughs) she's booked and busy like I have no qualms and like I think she's fine in this movie but yeah I mean like you're kind of like well maybe if he was batting opposite somebody kind of at his level maybe this movie would be more interesting or at least it would kind of there would be more to kind of get your teeth into I suppose for them to actually like have a to and fro yeah in a way that actually works like I mean and partly that's the script of him and him just being like that kind of character but like yeah I think yeah, I'm, I'm just just trying to think like who would you like who would there be who could yeah. be opposite him and it's like because I'm he hasn't I mean even like uh, uh, until kind of later in his career he wasn't really like opposite women very yeah. often yeah which he's is not a romantic lead like ever no and 
And I mean, like, he's done, like, like, I'm thinking about, like, Author, Author, which is a weird but quite nice movie. Like, just a little, like, comedy thing. Mm-hmm. And he's obviously, is it, like, Dinan Cat? How do you say her name? She's in, um... Oh, um, I think it's, um... Yeah, I know, I know who you mean, but I also She's in know. Bob and Carol and yeah. Ted Nars. Anyway. Yeah. Um, like, oh, and she's, she's... She's wonderful in that. She's fun <laughs> in it. And, like, and there's someone, someone else is in that as well. Is it, is that Tuesday World? Maybe that's in, Tuesday World. In picture. Bob and Carol and Ted Nars. No, no, in Author, Author. Oh. I think there's two, there's two women in that. Anyway. But I was the, like, but please he's let like... me talk about Bob and Carol and Ted Nars. <laughs> Feel free. Great movie. Really movie. <laughs> um, what was I saying? Yeah, no, no. Just, like, that he, it, it took him a little while before he started being like properly opposite women. I mean he's got like like he's got like a love interest in like and Justice for All who's like a pretty good character but still not like it's not the a romantic lead kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. He does cause... better opposite men, I think, honestly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's not, he's mean... not that great opposite Diane either. Like he's okay, but like I think he's more fun when he's against like the boys in the Godfather. <laughs> yeah. So. He does. He's like he's for the boys. Pacino's for he the is. boys. He is. <laughs> that's interesting isn't it because that's sort of i think in the to bring it back to kind of like movie star stuff like Mm. movie star politics i guess it's probably something to do with the fact that this kind of movie was i guess sort of out of vogue at this time really the kind of romantic drama yeah Yeah, yeah like i feel like there's not and especially for an actor like him who's you know cut his teeth on like crime movies mm-hmm. you know it's not like it's not the kind of movie he needs to make to be viable as an actor no, no. really yeah. and i think that that kind of apart from maybe sort of like a the rom-com surge of like the late 90s early 2000s that's never really the case again especially not for actors like for no. actresses it's kind of a different story but yeah. for male actors it's not really you know you don't have to be a romantic lead to be viable as a as a lead and i guess that it's interesting that i i think it's it's something that i'd i'd like to see him actually get to do because i think it's an interesting thing for men to play generally because often it's really hard to get romantic chemistry right you know Mm -hmm. to get it like really really (laughs) it's really really hard to get it right in a way that like feels even-handed on both yeah, sides of definitely. the kind of romantic triangle, you know. And I'm being very like, I'm being very like heteronormative about it because I'm like, sure. you know, <laughs> just because that's you know that's the industry standard. Don't totally, like, yeah. don't blame me for like living in a world where people only make movies about straight people. Like, sorry. <laughs> but it, yeah, it sort of feels like it's a. I guess an untapped resource for him, especially in this point of, in his career where he's yeah. he's such a cutie, you know? He he's is. like a nice little boy. And he it's he's like 37. That... Like, he's yeah. so old. Like, it's like... <laughs> and it's really... I'm like, little boy, Al Pacino, baby boy. And it's like... <laughs> it's really funny because he looks so young in Dog Day. Like, he looks yeah. really young. And he looks sort of older, like, noticeably older in this movie. Yeah, I think this is the point at which he's starting to show his <laughs> age. I think also because he, like, he lost weight for this movie and, like, had, like, an exercise routine and stuff like this. And his face oh, is, like, you weird. can see, like, it's, like, the angles are yeah. really, like... Yeah, he's a lot really more, angled. like... Yeah, there's um, a lot more kind of visible jawline going on. Exactly, yeah. But I also think... I'm just thinking about, like... 
I don't know if that I can't yeah to think of an actress who could go up against Pacino at like full power and have it work and not be like because I'm and now I'm thinking about like Scarface and like as much as I love Michelle Pfeiffer like she doesn't like put up like she puts up a little bit of a fight but she just doesn't have the like experience to be able to kind of go toe-to-toe with him and I'm like but do you think that's a Scarface problem or a Michelle problem well probably both Mm -hmm. like I think because I think like because they were in a movie together again in the 90s and it's he's like very much a submissive like he's very much like he loves her and he's like (laughs) running around after like a puppy dog and like it's a weird movie but like that that but then that's later in his career and he's kind of become more of that kind of ability to like let someone else shine in the movie where I don't know that now like in his career he's like ready to let people outshine him yeah. Where I, cause I think, like, for me, like, if a romantic situation is going to work, you have to have a woman who's, like, I don't know, not 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 necessarily, like, more powerful than the man, but, like, really, like, willing to come up against him. Yeah. Not in, yeah. like, a not in like an argumentative way, but just, like, you know, that it is equal, that it's not just, like, them lying around looking pretty while the man, like, talks, to, talks at them about something, which yeah. seems like the... Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Because I, 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 I keep thinking about Faye Dunaway. That's the only person I can think of. I was of who literally like, going to yeah, say... Yeah. Or like Jane Fonda, someone yeah, like that. It's like, like, or Meryl, I guess? Yeah, Meryl. I, Meryl's pretty early in her career at this point, though, I, I think. I suppose like, so. She's, kind she, of, she's on the come up, right? She is, I yeah. Mean... And, and um, Deer Hunter is the next year. So she's oh, like... Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. She's so she's like about her. to break, you know? Exactly, yeah. But yeah, no, it's funny. Yeah, she would be good, I think. Meryl would be fun. I'm trying to think, but then I think that's just the role she got at that point in her career. I think she could have done it, like, like yeah, if she was given a proper, so. a proper role. Because she's not really got a proper character in Deer Hunter, and she's still really good in that, so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. I don't know. It's difficult to... And I mean, I don't know, what, like, you know, if... Because I, I read, like, Pollock talking about, like, yeah, he I've got it here. He said, I didn't want to make a film about a girl dying. I wanted it to be about a guy who was resurrected. Which is like, <laughs> okay, so then just don't... Like, just make that movie, man. Like, just make... So, yeah. And so, girls gotta die in order for mm-hmm. him to, to do that. Yeah. No, that's not... Don't love that, Sydney. No, exactly. Not... It's not good. Yeah. It's like, yeah, if that's the movie you're gonna make, it has to be a transformative experience for both of them. It can't just exactly. be... That he is, you know, given a new lease of life by this, yeah. you know wayfish European woman and like then she like dies of cancer or whatever it is that she like tuberculosis or something yeah mystery disease she's got like a mystery disease yeah uh, yeah it just like you can't that's not that's not conducive to a love story that's just like a it's just nothing it really is nothing i've like talked myself out of the positive feelings i have (laughs) in this movie now it's like how we talked ourselves yeah 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 we talked ourselves into liking the sicily stuff i'm trying to think what it is what bits of it were like working for me and it's just that when they actually get to be charming together like very brief i mean barely charming but like a little bit like there's sometimes a little bit of something when they're actually having a conversation i'm like oh yeah it's yeah. almost like movies are built on dialogue and you should have people talking to each other. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and not just being yeah. like, I'm gonna I'm gonna eat this orange or whatever. <laughs> they're like they're like telling them what No, she's like, I'm gonna make a cup of coffee and I'm like, Good for you. Like, uh, great. Yeah, yeah. I do you quite have to like... announce like <laughs> Yeah. I do quite like the scene where they're having a picnic 
Yeah, that's like, cute. She goes off and like talks to the salami man, like, which is <laughs> I don't really know what that digression's about, but she goes no. in there and he's like, "Where's the salami?" Or something. He has a good line about salami. Who's the guy with the salami? Who's the guy with the salami? <laughs> Great. What I mean, a stupid movie. Um, <laughs> that's really dumb. What are your What are your favorite outfits in this movie? I wanted to talk oh, about that. Oh, yeah. Let's get into that. Let's do that. I really like the the kind of blue like overalls that he has. Yeah, like, he's like open yeah. at the kind of chest, and he's got like the chain on. And I'm like, yes, good look, good look. <laughs> yeah. We like it. Yeah, racing um, racing jumpsuits are really really good. Really good. Yeah, I want one very badly. I'm like, I want to. I want to jump. I want like a little. You know, little onesie. It looks they so, just look so good. Well. Yeah, and it, it kind of disguises the fact that he is so small. You know, I know. Like it's, yeah, it's very it elongated. Him. Like, <laughs> and it <fits> yeah. Him. <laughs> so many of these things, I'm like, why are your trousers way too long? And it like, <laughs> just still to this day, doesn't know how tall he is. Anyway, yeah. I also like the. I love a man in like a like a vest, like just a kind of where well, they've taken the jacket off in the three PC and they're just wearing the like little oh, the sure. vest for men. <laughs> but not that kind of vest um like a waistcoat and yeah. i love that it's got like the shiny like satin back i love yeah. that that's okay yeah. that's a strong yeah. look for me my favorite it's like very like like bar mitzvah but i like it anyway <laughs> like yeah my favorites are there's like a at one point he wears like a like a brown three-piece suit and it's got like a mm-hmm. like a bluish shirt under it. Yeah, that's good. That's I enjoyed good. that. And at one point, he goes full Chris Sopranos, and he has like a brown Adidas tracksuit on. Yes, I'm yes. <laughs> completely obsessed. I was like, this is amazing. He looks so great. This is such a great outfit. <laughs> I bet Jeremy Strong loves this movie. <gasps> oh, Jeremy! This is the second. This is our second Jeremy Strong drop of the run. We love Jeremy Strong. <laughs> we do. We love Jeremy Strong. I have a note that says phone in the bath vibes. That's good. <laughs> I have I have a note that says enjoyable magician digression. Oh yeah. That's interesting. That's it also is, like there's so much enjoyable. of this stuff that's like, are you gonna pull on that thread anymore or are you just yeah. gonna like leave yeah. it like there's so many things in this. Like there's so many there's like I know. I think maybe there's like twelve movies in this movie, but they chose the least interesting part of all of them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then like they produced that movie and I'm like can something happen? Like, yeah, it's like I really like all the scenes where he's talking to anyone that isn't the love interest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I said, I really do enjoy the like he's in a bar and like he sees the magician that was performing at the sort yeah. of like sort of hospital spa thing. That, <laughs> yeah, that uh, what a phenomenon his... that just doesn't exist anymore. I yeah, don't think. well I maybe know. it does for like rich people. Rich I don't people. know, but like oh, a book yeah. that I love. Um, called Farewell Waltz is like set in one of these things and I just kept picturing that I love that book and it's sort mm. of I kept picturing that when I was reading this reading this watching about, this like you know the, the in the wind rises where they're like she's I think she's got like tuberculosis or something and she's like wrapped up and they like they put them all in like beds in the cold so yeah. it's like good for their lungs I was thinking about that yeah that seems like the vibe like <laughs> just wrapped up yeah, like the good Swiss air or whatever. Is it even in Switzerland? I just assume it's in Switzerland. It looks yeah. like Switzerland. I yeah. mean, you know, big chunks of this movie are set in, like, non-specific Europe, so yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I think the reason, like, the, the... Because I do find, like, near the end when he starts to kind of, like, thaw out and when they're, like, actually dating each other, mm. I'm like, is this actually good or have I just been watching Al Pacino hold back for, like, an hour and a half and now yeah. he's actually, like, able to 
perform i'm like right yeah. i love this actor like this actor is great and i like to watch him do things but i haven't been able to for the last like hour and yeah. a half like, yeah. i don't know if it's actually good or if it's just like oh he's facial expressions and and movement and yeah. words are coming out of his mouth and wow oh my yeah. god like yeah, yeah. And it's really just... it's interesting because i i'm like i'm sure that in the past i've been like i'd really like to watch him just like do like a really low-key movie like i'd really like to see him kind of do something more stripped back you know and yeah. now i'm like oh maybe that's just not no. that's not something he can do no. that's like not the that's not the Pacino experiment like that's not what no. his yeah. like that's not where he lives it's not his house yeah. but oh, yeah, yeah it just clearly clearly it doesn't work cuz this is like yeah, yeah. this should be like in my wheelhouse in terms mm. of what i enjoy performers doing like really mm. restraining and really like cuz there are great movies where people underplay like you wouldn't believe you know yeah but that just yeah. doesn't seem to be something that he's he got can do yeah. you know that's fine i think he has he has like an extremely expressive face and so when he's trying to underplay things all you get is like a twitch of something happening and you're like oh an an emotion <laughs> but he can't play things without emoting like oh. i just think that he just struggles so much to put anything across if he's not able to like physically show yeah. it which is not like a bad thing it's just a like how he like the kind of actor that he is he needs to be like the way he works best is when he's like being held back and you can see that he's held like holding back but he's like could explode at any moment like yeah. i think i mean you could argue that like the godfather films are like restrained in a way but then because he is there's just so much under the surface and you can tell that there's so much under the surface mm. and that like he's constantly thinking and he's so intelligent and that like mm. he is just restraining himself and he is like there's a reason he's acting the way that he's acting rather than in this where he seems just kind of like vacant or stoned or something like it's really just that's just like yeah. is there something wrong with this man <laughs> like where yeah. you don't yeah there's just there's nothing there's nothing underneath it's just yeah like... yeah and like the godfather has plot on its side like yeah, there's exactly. a lot going there's, on you're not just like movies. watching him yeah yeah, yeah and exactly. it's also and it's him and it's jimmy khan and it's yeah Kazali. like there's there's other things happening it's yeah. not all like yeah. on his shoulders and this whole movie totally. rests on the chemistry between him and this actress and it's just not like there's just no, no there's nothing this is our first like two thumbs down of the pod even like it is even panic in needle park which i don't really like very much i sort of at least thought was kind of diverse stuff happening yeah there's yeah, stuff happening yeah. and this is kind of and he gets kind of be charming in that movie and he really doesn't yeah. get to in, in this and that's fine like actors don't need to be charming all the time and he certainly doesn't need to be charming all the time but just something, anything. Yeah, anything, just, yeah. Stuff be charming. Just... He could be like, he could be actively annoying, and that would be more interesting than <laughs> yeah. like. Yeah. I mean, she's actively annoying, and yeah. it's like mildly yeah. more interesting than what he's doing. <laughs> like, it's like, I don't know, two annoying know. people like having conversations also yeah. kind of interesting. Like, that would be yeah, fine, right? Yeah, like uh, you're totally right. Like, I feel like weirdly we've been underselling her in this movie because yeah at least she's doing something like she is annoying yeah. but like it's much more at least she's sort of you're kind of like what's your deal like why are you like yeah this? you know she's annoying but you're like 
okay, clearly there's like a, you know, at least there's maybe a reason yeah. for you being annoying. We just don't get anything from him. Like, he's kind of... I think of... Her, her character is, like, more... In- I don't think she's, like, as good of an actor as Al. Or, like, even in this movie where Al is, like, probably at his, like... Not his worst, I don't think. He's been, like... Because well, sometimes when he goes, like, massive, you're like, this is just ridiculous. Hmm. But, like... Yeah, I... I But she's she's got... She's sort of got more to do. Even though the movie's, like... He's the title character and... Hmm. It's supposedly about him. Yeah. But he's just not... Yeah. I yeah. No one's a character. There's no characters in this movie. The best character in this movie is is her uncle, who, like... <laughs> yeah. It's like, like, oh, yeah, like, he's just, like, this, like, Italian guy who's just, like, hanging out. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. let's watch a whole movie about this guy. Or, like, yeah. the guy with the salami. Like, all the side <laughs> characters are so much more interesting than the leads, which is, like, what is going yeah. on? Like, how is yeah. this happening? Even the like, like nice little, guys. even the nice little like American couple at the end who like show yeah, up to take cute. their picture, they're really cute. You're like, oh, yeah. they're just like on a nice trip around Italy. You know, you just you wish that either of them spent more time with anyone else, truly anyone else. Yeah, you yeah. Know? It's just like it's like they need they need friends. Like, yeah, friends. They need just <laughs> like, like an environment that encourages something. You know, anything at all. Yeah. It just yeah. Yeah. It seems like it seems like kind of like these are the first times either of them have had a conversation. <laughs> yeah. In yeah. like a year, and I'm like, that's that's clean because I mean they do have conversations with other people, but like uh, to be like this woman is the love of my life because she like challenged me a tiny bit by like actually asking me questions about my life. Like that's not someone yeah. who is 37 is not going to be diverted by like that from a person. Like that's not going to be like enough to like yeah, that's not enough it's... of a personality to. <sighs> yeah. I don't know. It's like, um, you know how, I think it was a meme that went round a while ago. <laughs> I love this. Like, I think it was a meme. <laughs> That's like people on dating apps being like, I hate small talk. Tell me about like the first time you ever had your heart broken or whatever. It's like, <laughs> this God. is what, this is what that movie, this, that is what this movie is like. It's like yeah. her being like, I hate small talk. Uh, do you fear death? And he's like, I don't know. <laughs> And then at the end, he like shows her some pictures of his family, and it's like, wow, Wow. like, (laughs) (sighs) it's just maybe this is about like what men are like. They're just so emotionally (laughs) repressed that like they can't even talk to a woman about like anything. I know, but that's and all they can talk about. Yeah, but that's what the Godfather's about. Yeah, and it's good. Like. Oh, I'm really yeah. Worried. The Godfather is the the good version of this, right? Where he's like, the, it's the job, right? That 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 that's what's important to him and the family and all mm-hmm. that. Like he has something that's more important to it. Yeah. That's what you've been saying. It's so true. <laughs> like I just yeah. This movie oh. is so frustrating. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. It's yeah. It's a shame that this is like Al's first foray into romance because yeah, I'd like to see him be a little flirt, you know. I think yeah. that would be a nice thing to see, you know. Especially now he's, he, like, getting yeah. on a bit, you know. He's, yeah. He's, he's oh, seven. I would love to see, like... Oh, he should be in a Nancy Myers movie. That would be so good. Put him and Diane in a Nancy Myers movie and I will see it eight times. Like, oh, my God. I'm, Nancy I'm Myers, deli- like, call me. Oh, like, <laughs> I'm delighted just at the concept of that. That's made oh me so... Oh, I would love just that. Just them, like, so prootling about in, like, a little, like... 
like like a very expensive Hamptons home. Oh, like <laughs> having like minor conflicts. That would be really yeah. great. That would be. Oh my god. Oh, oh yeah. I oh, dream it's not of too it. Late. I dream I'll of do it. a rom com. Do it. He wants to play Picasso. That's the last thing that he showed interest <laughs> in sake. doing. And I'm like, of course, Al. Like, I would I would be interested to see it. But oh, come on. Yeah, do something I, fun, man. Yeah, I would not be interested to see it. I've had enough of, <laughs> had enough of actors playing artists. I'm like, yeah, no, it's so, not interesting. It's yeah, not interesting. I just, I do think, I just want to like come back to this as like, for our podcast's purposes, how interesting it is. Like, just, just like, as this turning point, as him trying to figure things out, and like, I do think, and justice for all is kind of. It's a it's different to stuff that he's done before because he's in kind of a like a authoritative role, but not mm-hmm. not as much. I mean, he's like down on his luck, but also kind of authoritative. Anyway, but I think that's kind of a return to form in a way. But like, this is kind of his his stumble before he figures it out again. He before he figures out like who he is sober, basically. Mm. I guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, not a good movie. No, not probably a good wouldn't movie. recommend anyone watches it. Honestly, no. no <laughs> I mean, no. he's he's handsome in it, but otherwise. <laughs> I mean, you can look at images of him yeah, in this movie yeah. if you'd like exactly. to experience that. Uh, I yeah. I will like I will find a picture of the tracksuit to tweet because I <laughs> I really enjoy the tracksuit. It's a good tracksuit. It's great. Um, I guess that's it. That's all. I have nothing else to say about this movie. Um, neither do you. <sighs> no, but a bad movie. Um, oh dear. Yeah, let's wrap this bad boy up. Um, yeah. Okay. Thank you for listening. Yeah. Thanks for, li- thanks for listening. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, follow us on Twitter at Al Pochino. Follow us on Instagram at Al. Po- Al- <laughs> I can't say the name <laughs> of the podcast. Al Pochino. It's, it's yeah. It's, Al Pochino. There you go. It looks better. It's a. It's more of a visual gag. It is. It is. Unfortunately. <laughs> But yeah, Twitter, Instagram, uh, rate, review, subscribe. What other podcast? Yeah. What the things? I don't know. Um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what are uh, we doing? What are we doing next week? Oh, and Justice for All is next week, which Great. is a fun movie that nice. I would recommend people watching. So. Cool. Great. Um, yeah. Norman Jewison, who is a interesting director. Yeah. So yeah. Oh my god, of Moonstruck fame. Of Moonstruck and um, In the Heat of the Night fame, which I also love. Great. So. Great. Good. Good. Well, it's nice to know that we have something to look forward to. Something actually good to look forward to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. The owl flop era will not drag us down. We'll make Yeah, we're owl. not going to get miserable with this. I mean, we're having fun with it. Oh, such fun. Such fun. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's, let's stop. Yeah, good night. Good night. <laughs> <God>. <laughs>